Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode of uh, You Got This. You know you got this when you let God lead the way. We're continuing on in this season talking about discovery. This is episode three of our season two discussion about discovery. And this particular uh, episode is about lessons in the lack. And really, that just means you think you're going, uh, trying to get somewhere and you get held back or you get stopped or you get held up in progress. Just remember, God is, hasn't forgotten about you. There are just things he's needing to teach you, and uh, we got to learn those lessons. So never think that God's holding you back for any particular reason. He just wants you to know something before you get to that point where you're at and you want to get to and like, wow, why am I here? Because you haven't finished your training yet on how to get there. So he never lets us get to where we're going until we have all the training that we need to get to where we need to go. Just like for preachers. You just can't let preachers go out there and not know what you're preaching about in the first place. They got to learn. They got to try. They got to take training. They got to do all the stuff they need to do just to get to their final destination, which is to become a preacher in the Word of God. Same thing happens in every uh, aspect of life. We got to have the training before we get to where we're going. That's right. Lessons in the lack. You know, you have to have lessons. Oh, my goodness, there are so many times where I have gotten frustrated and the path was too long. And there are still things that I'm hoping for. But then God continually shows me when I stop throwing my little temper tantrums and start to listen to him. And he'll show me and he'll talk to my heart and tell me that, you know, things that encourage me. And then I'll see signs that, oh, okay, you know, I get this. Now I understand, and the light bulb goes off. And I understand what you're trying to tell me. And, oh, when I've learned this, it's like, oh, now I understand why I went through that. So before the promises, before the blessings, before crossing over into the path or destiny you've been praying for, there are lessons to be learned, lessons in the lack. The lack of unanswered prayers, unfulfilled dreams, or provisions prayed for. You have to learn about obedience, even when you're frustrated. Perseverance, even when you're tired of the long path. And losing hope, integrity, trust, and patience, and so much more. When the path seems long, until you've reached your unanswered prayers, trust God. Trust and know that he's just building your character. Your dreams will not take you, or your character will not keep you. That's right, and I'm reminded of Second Peter, Second uh, Peter, uh, chapter one, verses five to eleven. For this very reason, make it every effort to add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly, brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities and continue to grow in them, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord, our uh, Jesus Christ. But whoever lacks in these traits is nearsighted to the point of blindness, having forgotten the 
he had been cleansed from his past sins. Therefore, brother, strive to make your calling and election sure. For if you practice these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive lavish reception into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's not saying you're going to have a perfect life, but it tells you that if you keep on following God's way, and in this day and age, we all know following God's way is very difficult because you've got the enemy coming at you from left and right, but you got to strive, you got to persevere, you got to have self-control and the knowledge to avoid all this stuff. And then once you finally overcome that, you will get to where you're going. You will get to where God wants you to be at. It's not going to be easy by any means. Like I said earlier, you got the enemy coming at you left and right, trying to take you off your chosen path. And he will try his damnedest to get you off that chosen path. But it's up to us to keep on our chosen path to honor God. And, and think about it this way. Do you want to be judged by God? Or do you want to be judged by man? Keep that in mind. Yes. You know, we're prime examples of that. We started off our podcast last year and really enjoyed bringing y'all a message. And we had, you know, one thing after another come up after we had the close of our season. And we've been wanting to buy our own place. And one thing after another keeps coming up. So I have to trust that it's just not God's timing for us to have that yet. And then, yes, we're still running. We're still like all of y'all. We have a passion to serve the Lord and we're doing it. I'm writing book number 28 and I am still writing. Donnie's had two published. And we're still serving the Lord. We have our website. We have our podcast. So we still do that and still live day to day just like y'all. And then our landlord comes up and wants to raise our rent $400 in one pop. It's like, okay, we can't do this. So in between getting a house, we had to find another place that I compared to a shoebox because prices have gone up so drastically. But it's like, you know what? They still don't feel like home. So that's telling me, okay, this is only temporary. God's got something else for us. And I just have to trust God and just be here right now. Trust God because... On the other hand, if you don't, you're just falling into the enemy's hands. That's what he wants you to do. He wants to steal your peace and joy. That's his sole purpose. The enemy. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's John 10.10. 10. Trust God because he does have a purpose and a plan for you. He wouldn't have died on the cross and went through such excruciating pains to do so if he didn't love you so very much. If you haven't watched Passion of the Christ, I invite you to do so because they say, oh man, some of it is just too gory. No, you read Isaiah 52, 14 and 15. It says he was beaten beyond human recognition. So Passion of the Christ is true to form. Trust in his love. And that promise he gave you about your answer prayers, 
He gave them to you so you wouldn't lose hope along the way and you have something to look forward to. That's right. We always have hope and we always have faith. We just have to keep our faith. If you don't have faith in anything, you don't have nothing. You just got to go and just keep an eye on what you're trying to do. And uh, that brings me to a uh, next verse you have in mind. It's 2 Timothy 1, 7, for the Spirit of God gave us, does not take us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And that's that. you just got to take it to heart that, that Jesus has got you. God's got you. He will get you where you need to be. And, and it's going to may, may take a long time to do it. It may take a long time to do it. See, God doesn't work in our time, and we are impatient by human nature. We want it right then and there. We don't care what we have to do to get it. We just want it right then and there. And honestly, I'm the same way. I'll be honest with you right now, and I tell you, I had the worst road rage anybody could possibly have. I'm an honest guy. I love Jesus Christ. I love that uh, he gave me a beautiful wife, and I have terrible road rage. When I get on and get on the road and people cut me off or people just driving so slow, it drives me crazy. I just got to keep in mind that who am I representing? Am I representing God or am I representing Satan when I do that? And I often forget about that sometimes because I'm only human. But I I do need to get working on my road rage issues because it's not fair to anybody else because they're trying to go the same way I am. They just happen to be in front of me. Yes. And, you know, I have a perfect example from the Bible of someone whose dreams took a long time to get answered. If you've read the Bible, I'm sure you know of the story of Joseph. Oh, when he was a teenager, he was one of the favorites. And as a teenager, he had some dreams. God gave him some dreams. So God let him know the end from the beginning. He let him know that he was going to be over his family one day, his brothers and his father. But it was a foreshadowing of things to come. It wasn't going to happen anytime soon because when he gave him these, he was still young. He was a teenager. And so he still had a lot of learning to do. He still had a lot of maturing to do. And his brothers were older. And they were already jealous of it. And so when he come up and told him about it, well, you know, look at this dream that I had. That really wasn't too smart. And so they threw him into a pit. Oh, they had a mind to kill him. But then Reuben, one of the brothers, came up and he stopped him. And then after a while, even Judah came up along and helped. See, Reuben's name means behold of son. So even in your worst trials, even when your emotions are all over the place, God still wants you to know that you are his child. Your failures don't stop his love from you. He still wants you to know, hey, you're going through this, and yes, you're emotional, but I'm a big God. I can take it. Because I know sometimes you just want to yell and scream at him, but he, you, he can take it. Because he also created your heart, and so he knows your heart. He knows what's in there. He knows when you really mean that, and when you're just saying it because you're just tired and you're frustrated, and you don't understand because, see, he's a God of mercy and he's a God of understanding. So he wants you to know, behold the son, that you are still his child. He didn't love you. 
is just because of your actions. His love is not based on your actions. It's because of who he is and on his son, Jesus Christ. Romans 5 verse 8 says, God chose his love for us in this while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. So yes, you're going to have troubles, but guess what? It's not going to stop God from loving you. No, it's not. And God honestly has more patience than anybody on planet Earth. He uh, He created us, so uh, he knows exactly who we are, what we do, what we will do, and what we will do in the future. And he still has a patience, like, will you come around, kid? Would you come around for the love of God? Would you come around? And we do eventually come around. It may take longer than we thought it would, but it, it will. And it's just unbelievable how much patience God has. I mean, he, he dealt with me for 30 some years, and I finally turned to him in my 40s. And I think I told y'all before that I was an atheist for a long time, and now I, I'm a true believer in Jesus Christ because I mean he showed me the light when it uh, when my grandma thought there was no hope for me. And I finally came around. And now I host a podcast with my lovely wife. So we're gonna take a quick break here and um play a song for y'all called uh Praise Praise You in This Storm by uh it, and uh, it's by uh, Casting Crown, Praise You in This Storm. And when we get back, we're gonna finish this discussion. And touch on a topic of the rest of the story of Gutsa. Alright, uh, we'll be right back right after this. I was sure by now, God, you would have reached down. And wiped our tears away Stepped in and saved the day But once again I say amen And it's still raining But as the thunder rolls I barely hear you whisper through the rain I'm with you And as your mercy falls my hands and praise the God who gives and takes away. Falls. 
praise the God who gives and takes away. And I'll praise you in this storm. guys welcome back we're gonna uh, hope you enjoyed the song praise for you praise you in the storm by cats and grounds and we're gonna finish this discussion of um lessons in the lack and that we're gonna continue on this story the rest of the story of joseph uh you know how joseph is and you know he was in he was in slavery he was sold into slavery and uh and his life was a living nightmare until god helped him out and we all know how long that took but uh, I'm going to let my wife continue on. Yeah, so first he was thrown into a pit, right? And so he was a teenager. So you know his emotions were probably all over the place. And then Reuben comes along and they were going to kill him. Then Reuben comes along and he stops it. But see, he's still in there a little bit longer. Then Judah comes along. And his name means praise. And that's when he's lifted out of the pit. Oh, no. Yeah, he still has more lessons to be learned. But he's li he's lifted out of that dark, dark place. Because, see, when you humble yourself and decide to start learning what God is teaching you because he disciplines those he loves, 
that he treats as a son. You'll find that in Hebrews chapter 5. That when you finally decide to humble yourself and ask God, instead of complaining, you complain, you remain. And ask God, all right, Lord, what are you trying to teach me in this trial? And then start praising him for who he is. See, that's when Judah came along. His name means praise, and that's when he was lifted out of that pit. They didn't kill him, but they did sell him into slavery. And he. so I know he was obedient to God because he won the favor of his master. But it was his master's wife that wasn't on the right path because she came on to Joseph, and Joseph didn't accept it, and he ran, but he left his cloak behind. And so just to cover her tracks, she accused him of coming on to her. So, of course, his master believes his wife, and he's thrown into prison. He's thrown into prison with two of Pharaoh's servants. And both of them one day had a dream. And he, with the help of the Lord, interpreted both of their dreams correctly. And, oh, it happened. One of them, their head was going to be chopped off. And then one of them was going to be back serving the Lord. And it came through. And when he got out of jail, when he got out of prison, you know, Joseph asked him, hey, remember me. But no, he forgot. And so some time had passed. And then Pharaoh had had two dreams and no one could interpret the dream. And so then that's when he remembered Joseph. So Joseph was brought up out of prison. And he was cleaned up. Oh, you see, God's going to change your clothing. He's going to give you new clothing. He's going to give you new direction and a new path. He is going to move you up into a new place. Because that's what happened to Joseph. And he did interpret the dreams right. There was two different dreams, but they meant one and the same. And this was because God says, it's a done deal. That's why there's two. And so it was the dreams where there was going to be seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of lack. And Joseph had the wisdom of the Lord to tell them what they should do. And so he put him second in command to Pharaoh to save in the years of plenty and get some of everybody's grain during the years of plenty to save for the years of lack. And that's what they did. So when that does happen, it happened and the famine came, everyone was coming into Egypt to get grain to feed their families, even his family. Oh, man, you ought to read the story of Joseph if you hadn't read that yet. And so there's a long story about it and how, you know, he makes him bring his brother and his, you know, his brother from the same mother. And, you know, his dad said, oh, I've already lost Joseph. I don't want to lose him, too. But they did bring him. And it was a family reunion. But see, they didn't recognize him because, you know, some years had passed and they didn't recognize him. And. He, and he was also probably, you know, he spoke, you know, in in um in their language. And so he got them alone. And when he finally revealed himself, he said, you know, y'all meant it for harm. This is me paraphrasing. But, you know, 
God meant it for good. It's for such a time as this that he wanted me here so he could make provision for his family. Forgiveness reigned. Provision ruled. There was two nations fed, Egypt and Israel. And a family restored. You see, this is overwhelming. We look right in the moment. But God gives you desires in your heart. And I think some people take this particular verse wrong. I'll separately. No, God wants to give you desires in your heart like any parent. But I think he places them there too. Yeah, we all know these verses. Uh, Psalms 37, 4, take the light of the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And she's right. A lot of people take that uh, take that the wrong way. He, God is happy when we do right and we honor him and we do what he asks us to do. So he rewards us. But he's not going to reward us when we're doing wrong and what he will do what we don't uh, do what he doesn't ask us to do. And he tells us not to do it and we still do it anyway. He's not going to record or reward us then. So take take it like that. He will not fail to bring you to pass. He makes no to you in the end from the beginning and does that to encourage you that that will happen. And also Isaiah 46.10. I make known that the end from the beginning from ancient times. What is still to come, I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. Trust that the Lord has a reason far and above what you can imagine. Just like what he did for Joseph, he will do for you. And finally, Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably amount more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. You see, do you think as a teenager... Joseph really believed that he would be second in command to Pharaoh. We don't usually dream that big. We don't dream that big. You know, I invite you. I invite you to make your own prophecy board. Make a prophecy board. You can make it on your computer. The Lord says in his word, Proverbs 18, 21, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He says there is seed time and harvest. So are you giving your angels something to work with or are they collecting unemployment? So seeds have to be planted and then you can water it every day by your thanks. Make your own prophecy board. Trust that God is a big God and he can bring it to pass. Now really um, don't get all... Um, you know, materialistic in this, and I want millions, and I want to live in a mansion, and I want to drive a Maserati. Oh, come on. Which God can give that to you, but if it's all selfish, God's going to weigh your motives too. No, but if you want that job you've been dreaming of, put it on there. And if you're like us and you'd really like to have your own home, Put a picture of a house on there that you want. Maybe you have dreams of becoming a pastor. Do that. Put that on there. And just trust that God will bring it to pass. Trust that God will take care of you. Trust that God has plans for you. And as a good, loving father, 
he has dreams better than you can ask, think, or imagine, like that verse, Ephesians 3.20. And then he loves you. He wants your dreams to come true, and he wants you to hope in him. But then he also wants to use it for his glory. Like when he raised Lazarus from the dead, he didn't take his great clothes off. He asked the others to, around him, take his grave clothes off. So others were involved in the miracle. So in your answer prayer, maybe God is wanting others to be involved so they can be blessed by the answering of your prayers as well. Trust him and don't lose heart. Put verses down on the in, from the Bible that have to do with your prayers that you're praying for. And Read them every day to encourage yourself. Speak them out. And give us God, give God as much time to answer your prayers as He waited on you to receive Him as Savior. That's right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this particular episode of You Got This Learning to Let Go. And we just want to remind you again to. Uh, if you enjoyed this particular episode, we'll post, we'll have it on our blog on our website at yournewlifeministries.org, and we're going to put where else, honey? Um, we're going to do a video devotion of it. We're going to do a video devotion of it too, which you can catch on YouTube. So keep watching out for that, and you can see our YouTube channel at on YouTube, of course, at Your New Life Ministries LLC on YouTube. And always remember, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're both there as well. And um, just remember also that um, um, I, I forgot where I was going with that. Sorry. And don't forget to our, go to our website, which uh, again you can follow. Uh, you can see our blog on the website as well at yournewlifeministries.org. Everything is on our website. Everything from our personal opted books to these podcasts as well, and our blog. You can all check that out. And we always remember. You know you got this when you let God lead the way. Okay, people? Just always keep that in your back of your mind. When you're lost or you feel lonely or think, always remember, you got this when you let God lead the way. That's why we call this podcast, You Got This. And we'll catch you again next time here again at You Got This. Talk to you later, people.